1: Hello, welcome to the Jock Time Alpha Podcast for Grand Final Bye Week 2021. We come to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and joining me is a man who has
0: spent his days picketing Channel 9. It is Adam Rosenbarks. Uh, g'day, Michael. Yes, yeah, so I was kind of looking forward to having a fun show and starting it off with, you know, it's Grand Final Week. We had the Brownlow last night, but the Brownlow was tainted last night. I really couldn't get into it. I did watch it, but the, just. The pall, the news, the, the gloom that just covered the whole. Like, how it wasn't in the in memoriam package, I don't <laughs> know. The story, the reason I've been down at Channel 9 the last few days, there's been there's been protests mm. in Melbourne. There was um, one on Saturday. There was one this afternoon with the tradies. There's been lots of protests. And thankfully, that has kept the police off my back because I have been out the front of Channel 9 and I have been exceptionally vocal. I have been throwing eggs. I've been chanting down there because the Sunday footy show and Billy Brownless are no longer going to be together. Can you fucking believe that, Michael? What has our great, what has our great institution become? They've given up.
1: I think it's safe to say, Adam, it is hashtag put out your frothies.
0: I believe. Yeah. I. Everyone, get your beers outside, and then you know, get them in, have them finish them, put your frothies back out. But can you believe? Why? I mean, Billy Brownless, mate. He's he's harmless. He's the fun guy down the end. He doesn't know what's going on. He comes in. He's not quite sure what's happening. He's eaten a shit ton of pies out the back before he's come on. You're not going to find another replacement like that. Channel 9, think again. Get him back.
1: He announced it yesterday. So if you don't know, the Sunday football show. uh, Billy announced kind of early on in the show that he was going to Hang on,
0: hang on, hang on. on. Are you saying if you don't know the Sunday football... Mate, the Sunday... You can go anywhere overseas. And before people will say, are you Australian, they'll say, do you watch a Sunday footy show? Yeah, for sure. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, absolutely. That's that's how you bond with people when you're overseas. That's
1: a really good point. Yeah, I know whenever Tony Jones goes overseas, he gets through customs. No matter, (laughs) they they don't speak English,
0: but they just go, uh, chompers, come on through. (laughs) (laughs) And they even when they're looking at the passport and they will say, oh, I thought your surname would have been Lloyd O. Because that's what they call you, mm. and it's not Lloyd. They don't call you Lloydy, but Lloyd-O. That's interesting. Come through, Matthew. There's VIP customs back here.
1: Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Barrett, but um, I was under the understanding <laughs> that your middle name is Purple.
0: Yes, and it doesn't say that here on your passport, but we if can you can news to break in this country, if you want to break news here, Purple, get in there, son. <laughs> Get in there.
1: (laughs) So he announced yesterday that he's going to be departing the Sunday football show. I I I don't know if he meant the whole footy show and including Sunday footy show or or if it was the Sunday footy show alone. But it seemed to... I think he said something like 24 years or something. Like it's an awfully long amount of time.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure he was there in the early days when – it says here after 27 years. So 27? I think he must have been wow. on the initial footy show when it was on, you know, with Eddie and Trev and um, Sam. Yeah, sure. And so he would have been a regular part of that, and that's where he became. Because remember, he used to do the wheel That's right, on yeah. the footy show, because they, the, and he would go out to
1: I believe uh, if, rural clubs. I believe the footy show was a bit of a uh, spin-off of the Sunday footy show. So I feel like the Sunday Footy Show, hosted by Max Walker, and had like Sam Newman, Ted Whitten, a few other people oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, it was too. And I feel yeah. like the beginning of the Footy Show was that they did a Friday night show, or maybe a Thursday night show before a Grand Final. I feel like it might have been '93 Grand Final, and then they then spun that into a weekly Thursday night show with um, with that Collingwood supporter. That passionate comic yeah, yeah. supporter,
0: and 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 so you were saying that Sunday Footy Show um, basically it started with Max Walker, had Teddy Whitten, Lou Richards was on there, so basically I think Mount Brown might have been on it too. It's a good idea that Billy Brown's is getting out because otherwise he's going to be dead within fucking months. Like that show has clearly killed off a lot of people. Fucking and you better to be hell, better off to be out of there. Sheesh. But you know, I, I, it says here that he's retired and he stepped away from the show. I can't believe that. Oh, I so, say channel. 9 are you saying he got pushed?
1: Has, did you, are you saying, he, 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 got, saying man. he got boned? He got boned, mate.
0: He got yeah, boned. The man who's from the... Mate, look at that. Look at that network. From that, from that Collingwood supporter who did it many, many years ago. It's just... It's in their DNA. And this is what they do to people. And are you telling me... Like, kid, like you think Billy just stepped away. He's gone, you know, I, I haven't spent a Sunday morning with my kids for ages.
1: Well, I mean, he did make that argument that, I you know, it's good to have a Sunday off. But it's like... It's, yeah. it's half the year, mate. Like it's not yeah. it's not a fifty-two um, Sundays a year. Like it's half the year. Like, and you know it's what you know ten a.m. to midday. You probably get in there. Oh, you probably get in about eight
0: eight thirty. Do you reckon? Maybe it's pre it's pre recorded by the way. So they're not on air live. Really, so I did not out. know that. So when do you think they yeah, do it? See? But wait a second. Would that, I reckon
1: if it's pre recorded, then they'd. The start of
0: it probably goes as they're finishing the end, so they probably record from like maybe eight thirty till ten thirty, and then they get out of there. Okay, as it's going on. Okay, yeah. Okay. Do you reckon though? This is a man who's never spent a Sunday morning at home. Do you reckon that could have been when his uh, wallet might have been lifted? <laughs> <laughs> because they knew for twenty six weeks of the year, I oh, don't worry. He's not here. He won't be here. He's got no idea. But I don't think. That the one and only Bill Brownless. Now this is a man who on he loves he loves parties he loves going out he loves doing a sporty yep. right now on he is there's a kind of a story going around that on grand final day Billy Brownless fucking cleans up yeah. he goes from one uh, function to another and they're all bloody you know fucking here's a, here's a fucking envelope Billy thanks for that and you know they're all like this I've heard Dipper he walk it.
1: around the p- corporates. At half time and quarter time and stuff like that, and so come in and just do yeah. you know talk to people through the quarter, the time thing, maybe even hang around in the box for the quarter, and then kind of yeah. go around to the another one you know hanging, shake a few hands you know say nine ninety nine, and then yeah they you know give them a a, a couple pineapples. Well, a couple dozen dozen pineapples, (laughs) and off he goes. A couple dozen
0: pineapples, and they move on their way. It's a great day, everyone's happy, and they love it. Now, the reason that I'm saying this is that I don't think that uh, Billy retired is because this is a man. He fucking loves his cash. Now, what – you name me one ex-footballer who, if they don't have like a – a really good business in the background or a pill press at home that stepped away from footy to go, nah, I'm just not into it anymore, especially the media, it's a bit too easy and I'm getting But Sunday mornings. Oh, I want my Sunday. No one wants their fucking Sunday mornings back. Not when you're getting a good wicket.
1: Nah, he would be on a very good wicket. But let's not forget also, he's still got the Triple M show. So would that be Monday to Thursday? Do you think they'd do a Friday show? I'm not totally sure. At worst, Monday to Friday.
0: But that would no. I reckon they do. I reckon they do Monday to Thursday, and Friday is the rub, which goes into leads into the footy. That
1: workload wouldn't be too ridiculous, too. I remember years ago, I had a friend who worked at Triple M, and um, he'd put together a show with his, um, you know, team, on a whiteboard, and then one day Billy came in, just kind of having a bit of a chat, and then he was like, "This like they've been they'd been doing their show for a few years, like Billy and um JB, and Billy was like, "Oh, geez, yeah, we." We should get a whiteboard. <laughs> 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 I think that's the idea. of. I think that might be the, the level of planning that goes into that show. You know, well, come on, we'll shoot. It's a very breeze. popular
0: show. Yeah. You know, people love it. And also, they don't, what do they need to prepare? The, the producer yeah. comes in and goes, hey, we're talking to this footballer, yeah. this footballer. Billy, tell us a story about how you fucking dropped a slab on your foot yeah. on the weekend Yeah, and we're away.
1: Yeah. Um, I reckon, I don't think he was pushed. I think. Interesting. I, I'm trying to think of other roles he would have at Channel 9. So he might do a bit of those kind of postcards kind of shows. I reckon he has in the past. I think that probably slot him into a few little different things. But I don't,
0: they, what other football show could he do? Oh well, he, he's not going to do classified or anything. Um Ah uh, no, And he was he, you know, he was always kind of the the, the the fun guy to the he was the the anti to the analyst, yeah. you know? He was he would come in and muck around and everyone loved him and you know, he'd be in a uh, in a in a onesie or something, it'd be funny. Remember, they did the rap battle. That was that was. Oh fuck yeah yeah, did um, the rap battle. but that he would also have a pretty
1: stuff. shitty commute, I would imagine, as well. If you still live down in Geelong, so that would add a bit yeah. to your day, wouldn't
0: it? Surely he stays up in Melbourne for the Saturday night. Y- like if you're calling a game on a Saturday, you stay down here. Would you would you commute from the Cattery? I don't know. No, no. Anyway, I think place, yeah, yeah. Channel Nine, you fucking dogs. <laughs> Having said that. There's now a space open on the bench, and I think that junk time could slot in quite nicely. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we can think up segments mm. where we kind of rant and rave. We can, uh, you know, we
1: can shoot an arrow or two. Who do you think would replace him? Because he, uh, maybe maybe Croft or something like that? Because he kind of, if you want to replace him with that larrikin type, yeah, maybe Croft is probably the closest fit at the minute. But I feel like Croft is a bit over that now, a bit old for that, I
0: think. Yeah, I agree with that. Who of the new breed? Like, who? I mean, would you get a Dane Swan in there, or do you just go, "Well, we can't have him in there on uh, a I don't think you'd be able to trust him.
1: I don't think Danes a good enough, orator
0: to to, to be. Is that where Daisy Thomas slips Daisy in? Daisy would be a he's great sure? one. Sure, they've yeah, been Daisy doing the be show be really on good. you know Channel Seven. Yeah, so there you go. He might slot in, and bang, bingo, bango, you're away. See yeah. you later,
1: Billy Who. Yeah, yeah, though. no, we'll never know that name ever again. No, um, he's dead to us. How's the week been, man? You're. Uh Lockdown still. We're all in lockdown.
0: Mate, there's a roadmap out. I'm fine. There's only a five-week roadmap. So, you know, I might take some of the back streets during that roadmap, but everything's going fine. Mm. And you know what? I don't care about the fucking roadmap because all I'm looking forward to is the big event this weekend, which is the Junk Time Grand Final Bonanza.
1: That is true. We're going to be doing the show with Will Anderson, and Charlie Claussen from the Two Guys, One Cup podcast. I think it's the sixth year in a row that we've been doing this. And uh, we're going to be heading to a Zoom show, obviously, because of the COVID. Um, if you're going to get tickets, try booking. Just type in junk time or Two Guys, One Cup. The numbers, not the words. Um, but it's going to be an awesome show. Special guest. Even added one today, Adam. We added one today. Special yes. guest. We have Chas Chadello from The Chaser. Big Dogs fan. Got Broden Kelly from the sketch group RD Donna. Check out their show on Netflix, big Melbourne's fan. And then we have uh Titus O'Reilly. The yes. one and only Titus O'Reilly will be joining us. So we have two dogs fans, two Melbourne fans. Which ones will be happy? Which ones will yeah, be sad? It's gonna be tough. I'm it's I'm trying to work tough. out who who do I who will I have more fun of fun with, making fun
0: of, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I think it'd be more fun And I'm not saying uh, Don't come at me D's fans But if Melbourne lost in a heartbreaker That's going to be a lot more fun for <laughs> us Because if the doggies lose They've still got 2016 They've got something to that's hang That's a good point, on, yeah And they'll yeah. look okay Like I said to Titus when he texted me back I said, how are you feeling? And he was like, I'm nervous yeah. You know, it's a flip of the coin kind of thing And there's, you know what? I reckon after they smashed Geelong They would have been really confident And gone, oh fuck mate This team is playing really well and then the Western Bulldogs yep. deflated their confidence so fucking quickly yeah. that they would have just had been sleeping like shit for the next two weeks.
1: It's really fascinating, actually. I actually saw a, a clip a friend of mine sent me before. Um, I think I mentioned him on the pod before, but there's, you know, there's my friend who who likes to go and line up out the front of the MCG because he wants a particular seat on level one at the MCG. Yeah, you, know, you
0: spoke about him at the grand final show. Yeah. He camped out
1: there. Yeah, so he, cam- he camps out each year. And um, I go and have yeah. a chat to him on the Friday just to kind of keep him occupied and stuff like that. We, um, you know, have a coffee or whatever.
0: That seems that seems about right, though. That makes sense that you would have a friend that would camp out front at the MCG. Like, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds like Chambos, mate. Yeah.
1: Well, actually, he sent me a clip on the news that maybe it was last night. I'm not totally sure. But I met a guy in line who was literally first in line and I think his mum was, like, second in line. Uh, a guy called Gary Gary Merchant, I think it is. And he's been to every grand final for the last sixty three years. Massive Melbourne fan, been to like every Melbourne game since like nineteen eighty five oh or something, and can't get into WA. Fucking hell, mate. Yeah,
0: I, uh, there's a lot of fucking heartbreaking stories like that. But fuck, it's just it's fun to watch. You know, you just go, oh well. You know what I love too? Seeing I, I've seen around Melbourne uh, at the moment because you know I'm 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 spreading my wings in my five k area. But, uh, you know, uh, people putting up the the crepe paper and the colours and the banners and stuff. But everything you see of the Melbourne ones, so you see like a doggy's house, there might be some, you know, blue, red, white crepe paper put up and maybe a hand-painted sign that says, go dogs or, you know, woof, woof or whatever. And then you go to the Melbourne house, they've got all these really nice flags and then like these professionally made uh, banners put up as well. Yeah, gotcha.
1: What do you think the proportion is? Like how many Melbourne, how many
0: dogs? Uh, I'm seeing a lot more Melbourne this year. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah,
1: um, cuz i mean i i mean in the area that you live you couldn't really say uh, any particular football club defines that area like obviously if you went down the walk down through footscray you'd see all the shops well the shops that can be open they'd have all the colors and stuff like that but melbourne actually doesn't really have that area does it by the fact i mean technically melbourne is the cbd and you know i can't imagine that yeah, those shops are kind of owned by all different types of people. It's like if you walked down Glenfrey, yeah, but I,
0: I, you know, I suppose if you went down to the Australia Club, they're behind a few banners out front. Yeah, sure. Like
1: if you went up into like um, the boardroom at ANZ. Z, like yeah. Come <laughs> 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 I in, you walk down Glenfrey Road when Hawthorne makes the grand final, and you know the butchers sure. got
0: stuff, You know they've all got that blah 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 blah. Um, Would it be around where you grew up? Like, would it be around Melbourne and Armadale and stuff? Is that kind of a... Was that a Melbourne heartland? No. Not that you ever got to see it? Like, in 88, were were there posters and shit Not that
1: I remember. No, not that I remember. No, because I think those kind of shops, like, they're kind of... People that don't necessarily live in the area, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Hmm. It's tough. Um, It is very tough. What are you uh, planning to do? What are the rules for you? Can you watch it with anyone? Can you watch
0: it with... No. Okay. I, I suppose, you know, what I could potentially do... Can you have, is a, bu- I could have a, a buddy, though, a bubble buddy? I can have a bubble buddy, yeah. yes, I can. But Or I could go and have a picnic and watch the footy on my device yeah. and have no alcohol and then have to be home by nine. So it's it's a lot of fun here in Victoria. It's really <laughs> going to go off.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think it's looking at a case of me sitting by myself watching it as well. So,
0: um you know. I have a feeling that might be the way. Did you watch the Brownlow last night, Michael?
1: I saw bits and pieces of it, actually, I must say. I uh, saw bits yeah. and pieces of you it. You love a Brownlow.
0: How did you like the coverage? I actually thought they did an okay job. Yeah. It was... You know what the, the good thing about it? It was pacey.
1: Yeah, last year they really did it quick, quick, quick. Yeah. Um, but I think the problem... It's a bit like an award show. Mm. Um, in that the problem is, you have to give out the awards. Like, the problem with the Brownlow is that you actually have to count the votes. And so, you slows know, down, you can dress it? it up and stuff like that. But, you know, but then how many times do you, after every four rounds, do you have a little bit? Do you have a little band? Do you have a sketch or whatever? But, like, that all adds up its time as well. So you kind of, like, go, come on, guys, just,
0: let's get through it. Or do you just start it at, like, you know, round 12? You know. Oh, I reckon people want to hear, like, if you're a player. You would want to hear your name. I know Gil kind of... He skipped over the players that didn't really mean a lot to the count. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he just would go like a... Uh, A-Rosemarks, one vote. C-Petrarca, two yeah. votes. You know, he'd really hang on the big names. But yeah. the other ones, he just kind of flew through. Which, again, I don't mind. I, I think the quicker we can get through that shit, the better. pie
1: uh, scoring What actually. about...
0: Okay, I think we might have discussed this last, week, last year. But I'll bring it up again. Another innovation of ours. So, from... You have a different Brownlow night every week. It's every night for 25 nights. Oh, and they just do one round each week? Oh, so 23 nights. Yeah, yeah, one round. So the, the whole coverage just goes right through. It's like a, a Brownlow marathon, if you will. Okay, gotcha.
1: So they do that probably 23 days or so kind of from the start of the finals through to the grand final. So you do it kind of the, the Monday after the first week of finals.
0: I could say. And, and people could say to you, what, what round are you going to? You go, mate, I'll get invited to round eight. It's going to be a fucking <laughs> ripper. So the punters, people get to go. Sure, the players will get fucking sick of it, but you also, as teams get eliminated from the finals. So if you've got the first 14, no, the first 10 days are only filled by players who are on their Mad Mondays, right? So that's their Mad Monday. Mm-hmm. Then as teams get eliminated from the finals, that's their night to go. And then when, of course, you've got the last two nights where the, you know, the... The grand final teams can't go. You know what would be great is if they're all sitting round and say, uh, Simon Goodwin just looks at someone and goes, uh, You can have a beer, mate. And he's <laughs> like, What do you mean? He goes, You, you don't get any game mate. Yeah, yeah. And so he just fucking gets on it and it's fucking great. And then someone goes down and they're like, Oh, mate, you were going to play, but you got two gas. So bad luck.
1: Um, I think the setup last night was that there were the regular players in the room, the main room. Do you know where they held it?
0: In Perth, no, I do not actually. I'm assuming it might have been at Channel Seven. I thought no, maybe I, I honestly, honestly don't know. I didn't look into that. I
1: thought you could actually maybe there might be a function room at Optus Stadium. You could hold it, a big enough room. Um, but from what yeah, I probably, w- w- they probably what be. I understand, they had um, uh, the main, pe- main people in one room, and then they had essentially like little bubbles for the dogs and the geese. kind of they were kept yeah. separate from everyone else, so they um, so nothing bad could happen to them.
0: And then they had the weird thing going on in Melbourne Where they had Darcy Parrish Zach Merritt And um, Jack Steele And Sammy Walsh Just kind of standing awkwardly in a room With Hamish So that was was strange
1: That's right They were were in the studio at Channel 7 Yeah that's
0: where they were doing the Olympics And stuff like that Yeah now, why wouldn't you, though? If you did, you're doing it in Perth for the first time, fucking show Perth off. Have it on the footbridge outside the ground. Like, yeah. have it down at fucking... Have it at the Little Creatures fucking brewery down in Freo. You know, it's a beautiful town. Have it at the, you know, at the Cottesloe. On a, on a su- during a Sunday session. Yeah, oh, sure. fucking yeah. AFL, you've missed
1: out. Yeah, you can hold it in the Murray Street Mall, right? And he had a Basil hosting. Mm. And then just every, yeah, every few exactly. minutes, he's just randomly distracted by a homeless person. He's just like, get out of here. Yeah.
0: Get out of here. You're not yeah. wanted. We're not wanted. Yeah. And people go... To, People go to sit down and they're like, "These chairs are uncomfortable." He's like, "Good, that means you won't <laughs> fall asleep on it." You fucking
1: scum. There's like a fire brigade there. They're gonna have to get a fire hose. <laughs> them <laughs> high scoring though, wasn't it? Ollie, uh, uh Ollie Wines thirty six. I don't think I've seen that yep. that tally for a while. Uh, Bond thirty three. Clayton Oliver thirty one. Sam Walsh thirty. Like I don't think I've seen a top four like uh, of that high. And I even saw an article today about Wanganin. He won with nineteen back in ninety three.
0: That's incredible. They were saying the Bont would have won all but three and Clayton Oliver would have won all but six.
1: No way. Um, Yeah,
0: so it was particularly high. And fuck, you just go, do you the umpires don't look at the forwards or the backs, do they? Like, they just clearly look at the stats and go, oh, I think he must have been good. Like, it's pathetic. Do they actually get the stats to look at? That's one thing I was curious about. I reckon they must. I
1: feel like they do, and I feel like they shouldn't. I feel like you should do it off year off your instinct of the game that you've just watched?
0: Because I feel like the stats, you get the
1: numbers in front of them and you go, oh, well, we're just going to give it to the guy who got the most votes, the most touches. Yeah, he seems
0: to be the most damaging. But then do they look at, like, um, say, Dangerfield is playing on Matt DeBoer, right, Mm. and Dangerfield has a quiet one. Are they smart enough to go, oh, Dangerfield only had 14. Should we give him one? Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 you see what happened was Matt DeBoer wouldn't let him near the ball. And they're like, oh, should we have paid a free kick? No, 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 no. You don't understand. It's actually a good thing. Hang on, hang on. So you're telling me that that player went out there to keep that other player? Yeah, that's what happened. The umpires don't know fucking shit. Well, that's
1: the thing. Sometimes I feel like they do not uh, look at the nuances of the game. I mean, I, I think back to 1987, David Reese jones essentially won the Norm Smith medal because he kept Dermot Broton quiet. Like... Yes. Dermie had more touches than David Reese Jones and he kept him quiet. And I mean Dermy had a broken yeah. ankle and stuff like that. So really it was <laughs> he had a chip in his ankle. But I mean I don't <laughs> want to bring it up, it's uh, thirty four years ago. Um but yeah. uh but yeah, I mean sometimes I think they need to take that into account. And can I also say, I mean, great little cameos from Jack Rewalt throughout the show. Um yes. but I'm actually amazed he didn't win Mark of the Year. to me that was the you what? I'm amazed he didn't win Mark of the Year. To me that was the it's standard by far.
0: Uh, he fucking well, did aware in the air B- and still on a guy's shoulders. Yeah, I actually thought Tim O'Briens was better than Shy Bolton's.
1: Yeah, sure, sure. Now, was that a public vote or is that a um, Cuz didn't Shy initially not get that, nominated because they are Collingwood would fans I think that is up? a public vote. Yeah, okay. I think it is public. No, you can't trust yeah. the fucking public, you fucking idiots. Are oh, they fucking idiots, mate? Fucking don't hell. Know what doing. Any public member just yeah. listening to this fucking podcast right now, switch off. You're not yeah. fucking wanted.
0: If you're near any member of the public right now, just jump and punch them. <laughs> okay. So we do have our grand final this week. Michael, are you excited? Who's – okay, tips, go. Who do you think's going to win?
1: Uh, Melbourne why? by two goals, but it's re- absolutely anyone's. I don't think I've gone – I can't think of the top of my head going into a game where I go, I've got no idea. Yeah. Let me think last year. I was pretty confident Richmond. The year before that, pretty confident Richmond. Pies, Eagles. I was pretty confident Eagles. Um, but
0: yeah, I, I well, you would have gone for Adelaide the year before though, when Richmond broke their drought. Uh, I
1: was pretty confident Richmond were going to win that
0: one. Yeah, were you? Yeah, but Richmond were Adelaide were red hot favourites, my friend. Yeah, I just
1: didn't buy them. I didn't buy them that year, and then of course Richmond coming. Oh, I mean, mate, that,
0: that was fucking you know, but you know your
1: footy. It you was know. the Richmond wave though too of that twenty seventeen final series and stuff like that. Now, obviously, the week yeah. before they were all classed, um, but yeah, this this week, you know, and I, I mean, I probably you know want my Melbourne friends to win one. Mm. But I'm happy for the dogs to win, Mum. But I also figure, like, you know, they have one, you know, D's haven't had Share one for a long around. time. Yeah, yeah, you know, good, yeah. good story. But at the same time, yeah. like, I'm not going to be, you know, heartbroken. It's obviously a great story for the dogs as well if they get up. Um, I find nice symmetry too, Adam, of 1954. I find that nice little symmetry. Dogs and Bulldogs yeah. in 1954.
0: Okay. So the dogs have got the wood on them is what you're saying.
1: Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, one and nil. Yeah, fuck. It's like the streak, yeah. like The Undertaker. That's a wrestling reference yeah, exactly. right there. Yeah. Um, he got to 20 and 0. Um, what about you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I think it will come down to the coach's box. And I actually, I put Bevo in front of Goody. Mm-hmm. And so I think the doggies by about 10-ish.
1: Dogs by about 10-ish, okay. The,
0: yeah, I think he's the mastermind. Like he, You know what he doesn't mind doing, Michael? You know when he gets, he doesn't mind getting a magnet, right? And he won't just leave it where it is. He'll fucking spin it. He's not afraid to spin the magnets.
1: You know what he's also not afraid to do, Adam? I've heard this a oh, few times else? over the last few weeks. Mm. He's not afraid to back his players in.
0: <laughs> Does he back him in? He
1: backs his players in. He defends right. his players to the hills. Okay? If you come at him, he'll come back. Like when yeah. um, uh, Volcano came at him. Yeah. And he fucking oh. said, who are you fucking sleeping with? <laughs> Who's in your bed? How do you deal with that? Yeah. How can you even fucking yeah. do sleeping in the same room as that person? I can mean, he How went a bit over the top there? How
0: does she look in the eye? How does she look in? You know? And the thing, what I love about Bevo is like uh, a couple of weeks ago. So he threw Tim English into the ruck, right? Now the thing that I love about Bevo is that Tim English is a ruckman, and he said, "No, no, no, I'm not going to play him in the ruck. I'm going to play him up forward, and we're going to play this really young guy who's not very good at the ruck in the ruck." And then that guy got fucking smashed, and Bevo went, "You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put my ruckman in the ruck." The guy's a <laughs> <are> fucking genius. <laughs> Well, no one saw that coming.
1: Well, I saw one form guide. it maybe cost the bond the brownlow by the fact that I think they played him in the rack or maybe out of position in that final round. And so he d- yeah, couldn't get the three votes to kind of get equal with Ollie. But maybe that kind of final round position change kind of maybe um maybe it's just trying to kind of ease him up a little bit too for the finals.
0: Mate, you don't race you don't race your horses every fucking big meet. Now, who do you so we've got to announce who's gonna be performing at the um well, there's one person that's not going to be performing, and I think we all know that Mike Brady is... I don't know if he can have a grand final without the Braid stuff. Isn't he I mean, performing at the MCG,
1: year. though? Isn't he doing a bit like he did last
0: year? Is that what's happening? I feel
1: like he might be doing the... I imagine the Immemorium again. Oh, no, they had... Oh, no, yeah. not the Immemorium. It's the retirees. Sorry, it's a bit different. <laughs> <laughs> you have age yeah, Shane on there, But I feel like... Yeah. Um, oh, I can't... Maybe, I don't know if I'm totally sure, but I feel like he might be doing that again, and which I think is actually well, not a bad little... Spot for it.
0: What about a Mike Brady hologram?
1: Oh, and we get that in the uh, middle of Optus Stadium.
0: A la Tupac, yeah. I think it's
1: about time.
0: It's about time. I mean,
1: it's obviously something we're going to do when Mike is no longer with us. Like, we're obviously going to do the hologram, so why not just do the hologram early, you know, while he's not in the particular state? Yeah.
0: Or how about come on, Mark McGowan? I know you don't. You're not letting certain people in, and you know there's that footy fan from Collingwood. I get it. He can't get in. David Kosh wasn't allowed to fly to South Australia. I get it. But they're not Mike Brady. No, no, no. <coughs> you know, and you know, sure, most of WA would go. What the fuck is a Kazali? And you go, doesn't matter. Played for South Melbourne in the, in the 30s, but just fucking listen to the song. It's very catchy. He's got another song, sounds very similar to it. Enjoy his fucking music. I feel like it's good fun and
1: games, and it gets the crowd sings along. You know, everyone enjoys yeah. it. Like, uh, if, if they play Mike Brady, you know, every grand final till, you know, the day he might kick the bucket, then I'm happy mm. with that. I'm not too fussed.
0: There needs to be, because it's not the kind of music that anyone writes at the moment, no. is it? It's not like he's going to be replaced where people are going, what are you getting Brady for? This is new young buck who's got like just an acoustic guitar who's writing some ditties for not only uh, football, but also for Sayo Biscuits. You just don't get that kind of, you know, that coverage that he was able to offer.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's not huge market for it anymore, kind of doing the novelty kind of football song. I feel like there's not too many. When would the last one have been, like a big one? I mean, I suppose the only ones are really things that were kind of Channel 7 um, commentary kind Driven. of introductions. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah I like, I'm nice. talking about football. You know
0: what, though? If, you, if you're an Australian um, band or artist, do you reckon in the back of your head, if you're a sports fan too, in the back of your head, because you know how they always trot out that... Um, the Holy Grail yeah. song, the Hunters and Collectors. Yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't have written that for that specific purpose. But if you're a footy fan who knows how to write a good song and you would go, guys, can we just write a fucking song about September? Yeah. Like the last day or something. Yeah, and yeah. It, say your non-football friends don't know it and they're like, why? What's so good about the last day last Saturday in September? You go, don't worry, mate. It's going to be fucking, we're going to go gangbusters.
1: Well, there's one song of Birds of Tokyo uh oh, can't remember what it's called now but i'm sure it's going to get a run on the weekend because it can kind of be f- shoehorned into a kind of sporting context it's okay. like it's like uh it's not not like insatiable but it's like da, 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 uh, yeah but it kind of works like they it was a theme for the invictus games and you kind of go yeah that 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 kind of yeah, works right. with the voting and stuff yeah like if if someone
0: wrote a song called ball you'd kill yes. you, you'd kill them <laughs> You will. It'd be fucking great. It'd be a great time. We'd all <laughs> sing it. We'd love it.
1: Yeah, that song was a bit rough. That was a bit rough. Or if someone wrote a song called "We Love Football," and they got a whole bunch oh, of yeah. footballers and Warwick <laughs> Caput kind of danced, and then have the footballers mime it to it, but it's not actually their real voice. Someone else has to yes. come in like, and dub the voices.
0: It's, it's exactly what you want. And then they said, you know, where this song will be made popular. By a shitty podcast in the mid-2010s.
1: There is a funny lyric. I think it's the St Kilda Plot. Can't remember who it is. But I think it might be Frawley, actually. It might be Spud. But it's something like, um, you know, the Saints are alive. You'll all be worried when we make the five. But it was like this kind of line where it's like, yeah, we've been really bad for a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <And laughs> but when we, we make that
1: five, oh, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look out. And so we've got... um. We've got Chris Grant and Gary Lyon handing over the Premiership Cups to their respective teams if they make it through. What's your take on that? I like
1: that. I like that. Um, it's just a good luck chance that Chris Grant works at the club so he could get over there. And then Big yeah. Gaz, obviously, is doing the commentary. And um, uh, I, I think that I, I was listening to the thread, I be the sports guy, and he was talking about a couple other players that could have possibly be there. But, obviously, they have to be people who kind of already live in – WA, I suppose. Perth. Um,
0: yeah. What about, though, what about if the AFL make it a little bit more fun? Because this is all, you know, Gary Lyon's going to be wrapped. If Melbourne wins, obviously, Chris Grant's part of the club. But if they said, if the AFL said, look, if uh, Foots great, if you win, um, Jake Stringer is going to hand over the championship uh, yep. cup. Yep. Make it really fucking awkward up there. Like, the next time Essendon due for it, Derek, kick it. You're handing it over. He goes, I fucking hate that club. Mate, you're handing it over. Do you want to do it or not? I'll tell you what I liked last year. I really liked Ash Barty doing it. I thought that was really cool. I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that she did it and I saw it back in a highlight and I was like, yeah, that's
1: so cool. Do you remember who the Geelong person was going to be? Was that going to be a former player? Or was that going to be kind of a celebrity as well?
0: I was just about to hit you with that question without notice as well. You know what? Catman. It's going to be Catman. No. Catman would have done it. <laughs> oh, could you imagine Catman had a god on the mic and said a few home truths that people needed to hear? And then the horrific
1: sight as 20-odd players run on, the, run on the stand and just trample this cat. <laughs> he's already he's dead He's up in the
0: Gabba heat with his fucking face melting off Fuck, oh, okay, Catman, okay, man.
1: Hey, um, yeah. have you been sending a bit of mail to Max Gorn?
0: Wasn't me, mate, wasn't me
1: It was a very strange story that we saw this week That uh, a Port Adelaide fan, passionate Port Adelaide fan uh, sent a letter to Max Scorn, so I suppose... The so hope.
0: here we go. All right, so first off, let's just get down to the nitty-gritty here. He's one of those losers that <laughs> writes a letter <laughs> and posts <laughs> it, right? So, Michael, you talk me through what's going through this person's head as they start to send it. Well, they're very
1: passionate. I've also noticed that uh-huh. this is like printed. It's kind of printed in black and teal in yep. bold, often capitals. They didn't go the whole. So, uh,
0: now are you a, a handwriter? Yeah, they didn't go the heartfelt
1: way it. and handwrite it. Now, when okay. I wrote to Clark, I hand wrote that. When I wrote to Rain Jackson, I feel like I would have done that in a uh, computer font. I would have, I think okay. I would have printed that out properly, done that if, yeah. officially. Because, I mean, that's obviously, you know, that's going
0: to a high level government uh, position. True. And you all went to Clark. I was a bit more affectionate and I wanted yeah. to know that yeah. I put I some time I'm in. And so when he, when he gets it and he thinks, oh, yeah, yeah. When he gets it and he thinks, oh, this 11 uh, year old boy has really <laughs> terrible handwriting.
1: I haven't haven't heard back. I've given him. I gave him every option to get back to me. <laughs> I gave him <laughs> email, He's phone, co- phone number, address. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, so Max got a letter from a very passionate Port Adelaide fan. So he received it this week, post the um, Port Adelaide um, thrashing. Yes. And, uh, well, I suppose. Let me just read it for you. Really. It's a bit, yeah. it. It seems like the person's got a bit ahead of themselves, and they were so convinced that Port Adelaide's going to win the win the prelim, um, that uh, the D's were going to be very sad. And actually, why is he taunting? Why is he taunting Melbourne when? Well, they would have been playing him in the grand final. Ah, that's a good he was point. expecting the doggies to get rolled. Oh, okay, gotcha. There we go. Yeah. So he was confident that Melbourne were going to win, but he was more confident that Port was going to win.
0: Yes, and he has sent this, so he didn't even... This is how... this. See, this is Australia Post fault, right? So he has sent this without the confidence of knowing that it's going to get there within two weeks. Yeah, right. No, so he has true. sent this before the Saturday night of the prelim. Yeah, yeah. So he's going, fuck, I better get this letter to Max Gorn. It's going to Australia Post. I've got to get it out now because there's no way it can get to Perth from Adelaide within six days. But
1: then I find it interesting that it says, Max Gorn, care of the Melbourne Football Club, and then... Would that be the hotel, or do you think he sent that to
0: Melbourne Football Club, and then they've shipped it over to Perth? Interesting address question without notice. I reckon he sent it to Perth. I reckon he's found out where they're staying in WA. Yeah, I don't think it'd be impossible to find out where they are. No.
1: Okay, so it's a bit of a long letter, so I'll skim through it. Um, hello, little boys. Uh,
0: it, yeah, I think there's little bits that you got to hit though Because he's very, very confident and condescending Hello little boys over there in the west See, so there you go Just going, oh you fucking He needed to, whoever sent this Needed to um, attach the photo to it um, We training really hard Okay,
1: classic Classic Port Adelaide yeah. supporter right there
0: I oh, uh, like it, and also really in capitals We training really hard Yeah,
1: there's some random capitals kind of going on Yeah. We training really hard You better be because by the time you receive this, the mighty Port Adelaide will have belted the red, white, and blue puppies off Adelaide Oval. Mm. Guess what, children? We are coming for you now. What a threat. I love it. I don't know, man. It's it. kind of a lot of effort to go through. Because, I mean, the dude probably drafted this. I can't imagine it's a first draft. have to kind to rewrite it. It's a lot of effort to go through to kind man. of... Oh, to kind of i don't know I don't know if there's a lot of drafts in this mate <laughs> this is our
0: year of history in the making so he's thrown in a little bit of uh theme song in there, so get him max's kitchen he's got a few th- he's got a
1: couple of little references, I think uh yeah. we can't wait to have our hands on our trophy. probably want to put two hours kind of so close to each other and bring it yeah. back to Port Adelaide where it belongs. Another wasted year for UA children. He's
0: fascinated by Ooh. little
1: boys and yeah.
0: children, yeah. and no, there's just mate. He's fucking he's belittling them. That's what he's doing. It's it's classic. It's very it's it's smart. It's intelligent. Another year of
1: wishing you were more like the mighty Port Adelaide.
0: Well, absolutely, I mean, we all
1: do. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's not like Port Adelaide's had like you know, overla- overwhelmingly
0: enviable success over the last two decades. They've done, it. No, They've done this fine. Man, They've done fine. Nothing to sniff at. But No, no. This man's certainly cherry-picked what he's uh, considering the mighty Port Adelaide. Yeah, and. he's kind of skimming over the Matt Primus is. <laughs> it's a little bit of that.
1: Uh, instead, you're just another team that played in the big dance. Whoa, wait a second.
0: Oh, God, mate.
1: Big dance. Fucking trademark, yeah. mate. What a... Fuck with. Uh, but came away with empty pockets.
0: Well, I mean... You'd so he's talking about the... So hang on, he's already referencing the fact that they've lost the grand final.
1: Instead, you're just another team that played in the big dance and came away with empty pockets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but also at the yeah. same time, like, I mean, you don't really think about leaving a grand final with full pockets. And also there are no pockets on the short. So, you know, I mean, you've got your medal around your yeah. neck. You can't fit the cup yeah. in a pocket. So no. you'd, probably, you'd probably say it came away empty handed, I think would be a better way to put that.
0: Yeah, no one ever said, that's a really good point. No one ever says, oh mate, he came out with empty pockets. Did he? That's interesting.
1: You should know by now that we are the most successful Ooh. team in the AFL. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and here's an editor's note. This is from the Herald Sun website, no Fox Sports website. They've kind of corrected this. Editor's note, in brackets, editor's note. This is untrue. <laughs> 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 have to fact check a fucking fan mail letter to the fucking Max Gorn. I love it. Uh, I love it. And we intend to remind you of that fact. So have a nice time over the next seven days or so.
0: Sheesh, he continues. Well, that's nice wishing them well, though, you know. No, oh, I agree. I agree. It, it's sort of, it's like I'm going to kill you, but, mate, i got a heart of gold. Because I feel like they only came out of quarantine maybe on, maybe yesterday even. So They're demons? Yeah. I okay. feel
1: like they maybe only came out of quarantine. Um, yeah. Maybe go to the beach and build some sandcastles. Uh, uh, with your knuckles. I don't know, with your buckets. And spades children Back to the children thing
0: Yeah I mean that's You know When you say to someone That's fucking That's a shot across the bow Like if I said to you And I'd never say this Michael So this isn't me actually saying this if I said to you mate Go build some sandcastles With your buckets and spades So that's just I would never say that Because that's Fucking really hurtful I feel
1: like you'd get reported For something like that I feel like if the yeah, that's true. That's true,
0: and that's probably why you'd hope he didn't attach his name to it because the police. You imagine the uh, the federal police would have been onto that. Well, I feel like if you're mentioning children this much in just a short space of time, like I feel like the AFP
1: should probably have a little look into it.
0: Yeah, the integrity units all over this. Uh, The dusted it for prints
1: because once the black, white, and teal army walk into Optus Stadium, you novices will learn what playing football is all about. And here we go again. He's got another little quip. We are coming yeah. to end your long, long dream, children. What's with the fucking
0: children repetition yeah. all the time? Uh, I'd, I'd be sending people around to his house, man, and I'd be lifting up the floorboards.
1: I feel like this is maybe like someone English is a second language. You know, some English is a second language just kind of use the same insults a lot. Like they have kind of they kind of have his fallback insults. Do you find that?
0: Oh, I reckon. No, I just. Uh, 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 in, in defence of that, I would say, Port Adelaide people struggling up with English. That's a really oh, I don't good don't point, That's a really yeah.
1: good point. Um, start counting the days. We'll never give Mm. in till the flag is Mm -hmm. ours for the taking. So sad, so sad D's. I love that, that he finished with so sad, so sad D's while completely overlooking the fact that this motherfucker is the one that wrote the actual letter (laughs) (laughs) and then took the time to send it to Max Gorn. And he doesn't actually mention Max Gorn individually. It's just sent to him as kind of the front man.
0: Oh, well, obviously, you send it to the captain. and He's going to take it to the rest of the
1: team. Sure, sure. Got to read it out in front of the group. I, I wonder if Maxie got affected by this, actually. Imagine if he went to the team meeting and they're like, "You yeah, know, Maxie, you're not, you're not yourself. You know, And
0: he's like, yeah. I what, what's wrong? Oh, mate, oh, fucking, I've been told to go to the sand car, down to the beach and build some sandcastles <laughs> oh, with sh- my buckets and spades. Oh, she's we're worried about Maxie on Saturday night get, now. <laughs> get, get, get the psychologist. <laughs> really? Down to the beach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buckets, sandcastle, yeah, air, air, spades, the whole thing. No, He called
1: he me it. a child even though I've got about a foot-long beard and I'm six or ten. Yeah. Oh,
0: jeez, yeah. He
1: went there. So I hope Maxie can get through that. I hope Maxie can get through that. A hey, uh, bit of news of the baggers, mate. Oh, mate, it is all happening down at Carlton. Brian Cook is actually a really good get. I was actually quite surprised that it actually happened.
0: One good thing has happened out of this whole fucking review. Mm. We've gotten uh, a really good CEO as a part of the club. So he was with West Coast for during their um, you know, prime years. early years. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was obviously at uh, Geelong for 20 years and did a fantastic job down there. So hopefully, um, like, one thing that Carlton do really well is we take people who've had successes at other yeah, places. Yeah, and you fucking and then ruin their career <laughs> and they become a walking yeah. punchline. Yeah, and then we bring him in, and we absolutely take a shit on their legacy. Yeah, yeah. And a year and a half in, you go,
1: oh, gee, we fucked this up entirely. Let's yep. d- let's let's begin this whole cycle one more
0: time. Yes, let's let's happen, and let's get it all happening again because it's so much fun. I was actually
1: really surprised that you got him. And now, who knows? We you know what kind of uh, how many zeros are on the check. But I don't think Brian yeah. Cook would be the type of guy who would do things for money. And also by the fact he'd have. More than enough money already. But I actually thought he was going to be yes. drifting off into like a retirement kind of area or just like a, you know... Consult it. Consult footy clubs all around the country or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like can make so I think penny.
0: what Carlton were hoping to do is... Obviously, they wanted him regardless. But I think the idea now is that they've got him and that has shown that we are stable now yep. and that that will convince Clarko because the the talk that I've heard is that Clarko wanted to do a study course in the US next year and he didn't get into it. Yeah. He didn't get accepted because he's a bit fucking, a bit loony. Slow.
1: Yeah, yeah. He had, he had a few references and they uh, said he got he got <laughs> asked Sam Mitchell to be a reference yeah. and he was like, Nah, mate, the guy's <laughs> fucking. Yeah. Uh, I wonder actually how long he would have been going for that trip as well because saw sure his kid's still in year twelve next year and a kid would have had you know two years of interrupted education. So he thought maybe he want to hang around, yeah. and want to disappear for too long, but you know. Who, who might
0: speak about Clark? O's and there's family. no doubt that Carlton would say, mate, if you coach us, you can take as much fucking free time as you want, yeah. as long as you're there on game day and for a few training things. Yeah. Just get us get us back in the finals, mate. We don't care. We do whatever you want. Study what you want. You know what? Do an you know what? Do an online cor- uh, online course. There's heaps of them. Go to America and coach. coach on, what do you want to learn? Coach on Zoom.
1: You know, we've all yeah. wanted to live, learn with, you know, live with Zoom over the last year and a half. Um, It's doable. I remember Clarko saying a couple of years ago that if you went to Hawthorne training, you actually wouldn't think he was the coach because he said all these other people are kind of running the drills and stuff like that. Well, he kind of just, you know, observes mainly.
0: Delegates. So the talk is now that uh, Michael Voss is leading the candidates. Apparently it's Voss's job if Clarko doesn't want it. Mm -hmm. And Carlton, who are doing an unbelievably thorough process, have spoken to Adam Kingsley and Daniel G in Syracuse... And we would like to talk to Adam Uze, but he's coaching this weekend, so we can't. And so, therefore, we'll probably announce Vossi tomorrow, ending the said thorough process about a month early.
1: How long a time do you think you have to give for O to maybe make up his mind? Because he kinda, you do have to get cracking pretty quickly when it comes to trading and drafting and delisting. I mean, did Teague do all the delisting, or have they kind of put that on hold? for a little bit.
0: No, that's, that's all been on hold. Nothing's happened with our list. So yeah. it's only the retirements at the moment yep. and they need someone in there. So Trade Week, I think, starts Friday week. Okay. Oh, wait a second. You yeah, know what Trade, that means? Trade Radio. Trade Radio, mate. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> fucking Eddie. It's on the way. We'll just be like, oh, no. It's on the way. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to whip things into a frenzy. So, if mate, if Carlton don't have a coach by then, Trade Radio will probably tear the Carlton... Um, club apart i don't know if we'll exist next year and you're in a
1: difficult spot then aren't you because if you want to wait for clarko okay you go okay vossi's fine yeah clarko is what we're after if you wait for clarko for too long then vossi goes well you clearly don't want me you want to get this bloke yep. so do i hightail or do i go i just eat shit for a little bit and i want the job depends how badly you
0: want the job it's like well that's the thing does he really want it like he know you know what he reckons he must know that he's going to be one of the next cabs off the rank so if they kind of dick him around a bit he just goes you know what fuck it you know yeah. i don't like you know like ross Lyon did he just didn't want to go through the process and just went oh, i can't be fucked because he's very happy at his real estate company ross Lyon. he doesn't really need this yeah he didn't really want it yeah it's interesting it's interesting vossy is at port is that right yeah, he's Port Adelaide. I think he's their midfield coach. They move around a lot, don't they? And be
1: very tricky kind of if you're moving families and stuff like that, finding schools, all that kind yeah. of jazz.
0: I mean, there are some dudes yeah, you know they end up living kids. in
1: four different towns.
0: Yeah, no, nah, poor kids, mate. The poor kids. I don't want that. I don't
1: want on. Hey, we're going to hit the road. We got a football in real life though.
0: Um, before we go, our
1: uh, grand final show. Don't uh, forget that. Hit uh, hit tickets up at Try Booking. Uh, Bryden Kelly, Titus O'Reilly, Chasler Lizardo. It's going to be sick. Uh, be fun from. Tal, uh, we've been tossing up whether to, I've been tossing up whether to send this, but your conversation last week regarding a pair of cool Collingwood players left me no chance. We were talking about Adam Zane, Brodie Grundy and Darcy Moore at um, yes. the park. Uh, this semester I started my master's. Ooh, uh, My hex interest is doing
0: very <laughs> well for itself.
1: Did you have much of a hex there?
0: Uh no, I didn't go to uni long enough, so no, yeah,
1: sure. I think I paid it off as soon as I hit the threshold, like it was really nothing was very isn't it is it not a lot oh back in back in the day, like yeah okay. I think once you got to like twenty six grand or something, you kind of just had to begin paying it, but I think I paid it off like
0: in two seconds oh yeah, yeah, that's right you, you even when we 're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Pass a certain threshold and it starts coming out of your yeah, wages,
1: doesn't yeah. it? But I mean, fucking dudes, now communist. they get stung for fucking Bitcoin. But back then, um, uh, but due to lockdown, it's uh, all online. Uh, well, like Clarko. During my first international relations theory class, oh, I've done. Is that. Is this from Clarko? Yeah, I did that. I did that class. Yeah. Um,
0: international relations theory. Did you really?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I did that. Clocked it. aced it. Yep. <laughs> no big deal. Probably yep. wrote a book about it. Uh, I noticed a familiar name on the screen, but didn't pay much attention as the camera was off. Uh, when we got allocated into groups of three to start analysing the usefulness of human rights. <laughs> That's a th- funny thing to yeah. <laughs> put in a sentence. What's,
0: what's the point of it? All right, let's see.
1: Let's see. Go let's to There you go, guys. Slavery. Is yeah. it all bad? <laughs> 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 I was joined by none other than our like Collingwood star, Darcy Moore, Speak of the Devil who had turned his camera on to engage in the smaller discussion room. Safe to say the conversation was engaging and productive, and we concluded that human rights are a great thing for the international community, uh, but should apply to every person, with the exception of those low dog umpires, of course. Excellent. I really like the idea that Darcy was that was his argument too. Like, he's like, no, guys, international yeah, yeah. rights fantastic. You know, we've got to do it for everyone. Yeah. But fucking raise the
0: rights. <laughs> we should tie yeah. that. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got family coming in from overseas. I'm not letting him in.
1: Online uni has robbed me of meeting Darcy, but have heard plenty of his thoughts and reckon he'll make a great international diplomat post AFL career. Perhaps with his connection, he could land a job in the Victorian Embassy in Perth. Well, there you go. Yeah, Victorian Embassy in Perth. Are you no, trying okay. to work out the connection? Yeah, no, yeah I'm trying to work out the, what's the connection. I don't know it either. Yeah, okay, gotcha. But I mean, be, but the idea of a Victorian Embassy in Perth, I kind of get, I kinda get yeah, that as well. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for your, uh, your letter. We're going to hit the road. Yes, thank you, Tal. Oh, the excitement's picking up, Adam. The excitement's picking up. Get your footy friends, get your party pies, get your tussed drawers, get your froths. Sit on the couch by yourself <laughs> watch a big game. That two teams you it's don't barrack for. It's gonna be massive. <laughs> We're gonna hit the road. We are junk time for of gmail, Twitter, Facebook, and you go. You go blue.